0: because my husband and I, we actually defined a fight because we used to have fight all the time. And then um, we had uh, three big fights one year and we said, let's try to do two or fewer next year. So the theme of that year was two or fewer. (laughs) And now we see how many years we can go without a big blow up.
1: Do you ever envy those so called hashtag couples goals?
2: Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them.
1: You lust them.
2: You're infatuated with them.
1: You want to be with them all the time, like best friends.
2: Do you want that to last forever?
1: and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina and Roger. And this is The, is the, the Head Over Hill Hill show. show. Yeah, baby. Well, hello, everybody, again. My name is Roger, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Nina. Yeah, baby. And we are The Head Over Heels Show. We are. What a week we had this week today, baby. That's right. Dealing with some crazy, odd haters, (laughs) which I don't understand. Because like I said, we try and live a happy, go lucky, fun life. And we put it out there for others to see to try and inspire them to to do the same. What would generate the hate coming back at us? I have no idea. I don't know if it's jealousy or if it's...
2: It's 100% jealousy because it's that one hater out there. We have thousands of amazing people that love what we do, but there's always going to be that one or two that put their nose in other people's business that mm-hmm. doesn't belong, so.
1: They just want to ruin your happiness, I guess. Yeah, but you know I don't they, know what it is. They
2: can't. They but, can never do that.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 within us, so there's no way you can do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? We, we kind of had a, a fun weekend to let loose a little bit, to kind of clear our brain, because if I didn't do that, I think I would be... A, in a much, much more foggier mood this week. Do you know what I mean? I I
2: think so too. But you know what? Like I said before, that one hater, they can hate as much as they want. It's only going to make us stronger and live a better, happier life. And we started this show... Because we wanted to aspire others to live the same kind of life that we've been living, because we do have an amazing life. Whether people believe it or not, that's their issues. That's not our our, our issue. None of our problem.
1: That person that's out there, I, I mean, I don't know what we did to hurt you. Whatever it is, we didn't. It's not something that we went out there to do. So, you know, if you want to
2: issues, if you, you want to us, yeah, if you
1: want to keep <laughs> hating, hating. Uh, I mean, there's not much I can do, but. It's not worth it. It's just it's
2: not worth it. Nothing worth it. No, not that one, not any other ones.
1: So, and like I said, on a brighter note, going out, letting loose, getting rid of the stresses in your mind by just remembering all the fun you can have in life and all, the way the li- your li- you can lead your life to go as opposed to fixating on the hate. Mm-hmm. Go out and do this stuff that brings joy to your life.
2: Well, one thing that definitely brings joy to my life is, you know, actually, I'm going to read this quote for you. This is a funny quote I I saw the other day and I thought, you know what, I'm going to just bring it up on the show. The quote says, find a man who strokes your hair and says, how beautiful and soft it is. And it doesn't even care if it's on your legs.
1: Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, find a woman that will stroke, and that's all I'm going to
2: say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you're dirty. But this is a cute quote. I yeah. thought it was really cute. Absolutely. You do that. You, you, you touch my legs, you're like, ew, baby, you're hairy. I'm like, but you still like it?
1: Ladies, use conditioner on your legs so they'll be nice and soft. <laughs> nice and soft and fluffy. Like yes, my boy we Tanner. You should
2: have opened up with that. There you go. That would have, that would have been a lot better. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, we've got part two. Of our Gabby Sundra interview? interview, and I hope you guys enjoy. It. What uh, what do you have there for?
2: So Gabby is a great coach who helps couples get out of the ditch and focuses on what they want out of the relationship and how to get it together. She is here again for the second time to help us, you know, get over some of our blowouts and turns them in, turns them into breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us, God knows, we have blowouts all the time with each other. Yes. Um, The key is to find how to turn those into breakthroughs. And boy, oh boy, is she ever good. You have to listen to her podcast. It's amazing. Like, Stay tuned to the end of the show because she will give you a little gift when you go to h o h. She has a surprise gift for all of you guys, So, but you have to listen until the end to tell you how to do it.
1: All right. So part two of keeping your fights clean and your sex dirty. Yum, yum, gimme some.
2: Well, welcome to the show again, Gabby. For part two.
0: It's so good to be back. Thanks for having me. We have a lot to talk about.
2: That's right. Well, why don't we start with you letting our, our listeners know who you are again, just in case they forgot.
0: Great. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And if you didn't get to check out part one, my name is Gabby Sundra and uh, my company is called For Better Love, all about leaning into aiming for awesome in your relationship. Yes, I help couples get out of the ditch of default, but the focus is on what do you want and how can we be playmates in creating that together? So thanks so much for having me on with Head Over Heels.
1: And I think what we're looking at targeting today is. What is it questions that turn your blow-ups into breakthroughs?
0: Yes. Yeah. You have a big fight. You have a blow-up. You have an argument. Um, you have because a breakdown. Every couple,
2: every couple has. And, you know, we, we do a lot of these TikTok lives and we speak to our community of like 100,000 people that we talk to every day. And they're constantly telling us, how do we argue less with my partner? How do I argue less with my partner? What do I or do? forgive faster or that kind of stuff. Yeah. So this is a great topic for that.
0: I love it. You said argue less or forgive faster because there are different stages to conflict, right? There's the what you do beforehand when there's no conflict at all, how you build trust and how you build rapport and um, all of the parts of your couple culture, I like to call it. You know, where you're weaving the tapestry, every interaction, every sentence, every time you walk past each other, that's the fabric of how your relationship is going to do so that in the next stage, where that's the fights clean as it starts, right? That's like if arguments brewing, you've heard like a little snippiness, you know, my husband and I just went through our storage. We just moved and went through our storage. You can hear the tension rising. It's like, do we fall forward and get into it? Or do you nip it in the bud right away as that argument is building? Or then there's in the heat of an argument, you are in the middle of it. And there's a very precise tools you need to use during that time. The, the, as it starts before, or even what to do after a fight, you know, is over. Those do not work in the middle of a fight. You've got to use tools specifically, like, that's just about how do you end the pattern? How do you interrupt? Um, They call it pattern interrupt, right? How do you just stop what's happening? (laughs) And once this is a really embarrassing story, my husband and I come a long way. It never harmed me, but in his frustration before, he once um, was just happened to hold a pitcher of water, and he was so frustrated with me, he just banged his head on the kitchen counter. (laughs) And he was banging his head like a third time, and I didn't know what to do. And I just threw the pitcher of water on him to get him to stop. Right? We were both being totally unhealthy. Now that was over a decade ago. We don't. We don't. We've we've developed the couple culture and the habits to not let it get to that place, but it can get to that place. So then, as you mentioned, Roger, there's the repair after an argument. How do you not just forgive? How do you not just move on, but how do you actually move forward? And that's what these six questions are today about is how to move forward, not just move on in an argument but I just wanted to point out that there's different tips at different times. This tip is definitely what to do after an argument. So if you're still in the heat of it, this is not the tool, right? Where you can go check out for um and see some of the other tools for that or another time we'll talk about those, but this is for after.
2: Okay. Yeah. But, but now just, I will just make it clear that the heat of it, you'll always, I don't think you'll ever get out of that phase you know like we've been together 25 years we still have those moments sometimes gabby that when we argue that we know what to do normally but we just continue arguing because we're loving that moment of heatness both of us and we're just going at it and then when we're done we're right away we're like i'm sorry i'm sorry like did we need to do that did we need to have that the heated moment at that time i think you did Well, and, and see, that's part of your couple culture, right?
0: He's saying, I think we do. So you're consciously saying that is okay with me as long as it doesn't go over 5 minutes yeah and it doesn't go we don't like go resort to name calling for example my husband and i the first 3 years of being together we we didn't do it all the time but if things got really heated you know we would tell each other to f off or you're an asshole or you know things like that yeah and then we were like you know it just with the with the amygdala with the lower brain and the fight or flight it just erodes trust to mm-hmm. let things get that extreme right? And in your relationship, you have to decide what's extreme. And that's actually one of the questions we're going to talk about in a second. But yes, if you're getting into arguments with your beloved, and even if they get heated, there's nothing wrong with you. But if you're not enjoying those heated arguments, and you'd like to do better, then you can use this tool to look at how you can do better. And in you taking ownership for how you can do better, hopefully then you're inspiring your beloved, but it isn't about evaluating your beloved and figuring out or rubbing their face and shit of like, you caused this fight. That's not what we're doing with this tool. No, no. (laughs) You're like, I want to sit down with you. We need to talk because I figured out exactly where you were such an asshole. And I just want you to listen while I point them all out. And you can just nod. And maybe now and
2: then I'll rub your face in it a little more. No, that, you do. You want to do that. that. You want to do that That kind of argument. but then you say, you know what? No, I'll just let it go because we've, we've been there, done that. It didn't take us. It didn't get us anywhere. 25 years later, let's just move on. I'm sorry, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Yeah, you
0: don't don't need a a workshop or a masterclass on how to blame someone, shame or complain. It's like complaining 101. No, nobody needs to take that, right? Okay, so let's look at these six questions, right? Now, the first one is more of an activity rather than a question. And the first one is to name your argument. So you just had a fight or and you're looking at a recent fight, if you want to use this tool, or you might look at a repeat argument. And you can do this on your own and you can do this with your beloved. But even if you're doing it with your beloved, I can't stress enough, you're assessing yourself and how you can do better, not them. Yes. Right? Yeah. Sometimes if you're going to score things, you can score. And we will do a little of that today. We're just scoring how the two of you did together. Maybe one person was an eight and another person was a two. Well, we're going to say you were more like a five then, right? As, as together. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you're both responsible for how it goes. You trigger each other in lots of different ways and you're both accountable. When I say responsible, it's your ability to respond. Right. Yeah. You, after 20 some years, you know, what triggers each other, Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know, what's going to get a good response and what's not <laughs> right. Yeah. OK, so that first question is to name the argument. Now, do you want to use a specific example? Do you guys want to take a particular argument that you may have or a common argument you hear from couples? Hmm. Um, yeah, you said you were going to do so and so and you did it. OK, perfect one. OK, so is there a recent um, time that this happened?
2: All the time? It happens (laughs) This morning? (laughs) It hasn't happened today. But yeah, it does happen a lot. But I mean, take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, those are the little things that cause a huge
0: argument. Okay, so this will be an often one. So you're going to get a really terrible score in one category and probably a really great score in another category. So let's just go through them so we can see. But we'll take that one of, you said you were going to do X and you didn't do it, Okay. right? Okay, very common one right? Okay, so the first one is naming the argument and if we're going to name it we're going to say um you didn't do what you said. Yeah. Right? Is that the name of the argument? No, yeah,
2: absolutely. Pretty much. Okay,
0: great. All right, so now we have a name for it. Now other names of arguments like one I used to have with my husband I just wrote about recently is whenever we would have stress or conflict and I was just trying to resolve it with him but he was starting to act like it was us against each other. He'd look at me with these angry eyes and he'd say and I'd say, I'm not your enemy. So I named that argument, I'm not your enemy. And later on, I renamed it, I'm your number one fan. So this argument right now might be named, you didn't do what you said, mm. but you could you know, name it something in the future of, you know, um, we're always up leveling accountability,
1: yeah.
0: right? So it's just even the name of it. So it's totally fine to be wherever you are. I'm just planting the seed that you can always rename these as you start getting better at them.
2: Okay. Right. No, you know what, but I like that because you said, uh, let's, let's name it, um, I'm your number one fan. That's exactly what's been happening because I'm supposed to do something and I'm not doing it for it's been years and he keeps looking at me and give me this guilt trip. Well, you're supposed to start on that damn book or you're supposed to, start, you know, and I'm like, I know he's my number one fan and he's trying to push me to be accountable, but I hate it because I feel like a failure because I'm supposed to do it, but I'm not doing it. So again, it's telling. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. So you could even take, take that even specific with the book, right. Of, you know, when are you going to share your wisdom? Right. Yeah. Instead of you didn't write your chapter, it's when are you going to share your wisdom? Right. Okay. So excellent. Okay, great. Okay. So the first one that you would actually score, because we're going to take an average at the end and set some goals about how to do better. The score just lets you get specific, right. And declare something. Okay, so the first one is how often does this particular fight happen? And in your case, you had said, this one happens a lot. Let's take the one just about the book. Not like you didn't say you were no, going to do, but correct. let's just yeah. be specific, okay? <laughs> so a, t- a 10 would be, we've never had this fight before. This is brand new. And Raj and I get really excited. Even if it's a big, big fight, if we have never had that fight before, we consider that good territory, right? Because we don't know how to do this, but we're in the new ground, Right. right? Okay. So a one would be, oh my God, this fight never ends. Like we just have this over and over all day long, every day. It's who we are. If we go to a party, you know, if people were going to imitate us, they would imitate us doing this. (laughs) 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 Okay. So that would be often. So in this case, um, how often would you say this particular fight fight happens. Is it a um, five? I is it a it two? Does off. it happen?
2: I don't think it, I, is, I, I is wouldn't call high. it like a really a fight. I would call it like it makes me feel uncomfortable because I know I need to do this, but yes. I don't find the time for it. I'm constantly finding excuses. I
0: Conflict, right. tension, oh. argument, fight, you know, I'm just using that word are generally because we're talking about keeping the fights clean, sex dirty, but I know. And it's great that you said that because my husband and I, we actually defined a fight because we used to have fight all the time and then um, we had uh, three big fights one year and we said, let's try to do two or fewer next year. So the theme of that year was two or fewer. <laughs> sure, and sure. now we see how many years we can go without a big blow up. I will acknowledge COVID hit and we've had three in two years since COVID. So uh, I went a decade without telling my husband to F off and two months into COVID,
2: to me. F
0: off, and he said, F you, F you, F you, F you. <laughs> To get a whole bunch of to
2: get it out of the way. <laughs> yes. okay.
0: So if you're, if you've been struggling out there in the COVID era, it's not just you, it's the stress in our own relationships and just collectively out there in the consciousness. It's intense out there. Speaking of intense, that gets us to the next quest, question to score, which is how extreme or bad do, did it get? Right. A 10 would be it was barely a blip. It's a tense issue, but we were having a conversation and we really were conscious about it and we used all our tools and we did really well. It never got extreme at all. Um, A a one might be the neighbors called the cops. (laughs) (laughs) okay now you need to calibrate for yourself what how what extreme is and that might change for you what was normal for my husband and I in the first two three years of being married would be absurd for us now right we have a very low threshold for any negativity any blaming shaming complaining only because we've built that intentionally as our couple culture so it kind of stands out it's as if the Dalai Lama walked into a room and slammed a book down on the table and and started. Ah, you know, it's just you'd be like, what? No. <laughs> so you, that's what I mean about developing your culture of what's normal and not normal. So in this case, the most recent time that this happened, how extreme or bad did it get that was the like, you didn't write your chapter? <clears throat> um,
1: uh, I'd probably say it, it pretty low, maybe three or four. I actually sorry, it's-
0: 10 is 10 It would be high. High is good, oh, low. Yeah. Think yeah. of the Olympics like you want to, oh, like you're eight, aiming
1: for a 10. Seven, yeah, I'd probably say a seven.
0: Yeah. Okay. So this one is, the the issue on this one is more that it's how often this issue is rather than how extreme it gets, right? You're not losing your cool about this issue so often. The next one is great. Okay. So you've got a four and a seven, right? We've heard so far. Okay. All right. How long did it last? And in this case, Um, The last time it happened, was this like an hour going round and round and round? Or was it like a passing by the office and say, Hey, I thought you were going to be doing your book and you're still not doing it? What's up?
2: Well,
1: it was still. I would say it lasts a few hours just because, you know, when we get at that stage, we tend to break apart a little bit. Well,
0: the
2: effects of it last longer, I think. I think we. That counts.
0: Yeah. So you might have it and then you come apart, but you're still having it. So that's still happening. so maybe it's like a five because you have it you come apart you come but it's not resolving
2: yeah Yeah. to me honestly to me it'd be like three because it happens it goes away quickly but it lingers in my mind and it affects my whole day or my couple of days because I'm like should I be doing it this time should I be doing that that time and I'm like trying to find a time to be you know uh, in my zen moment my zen time to sit down right and I can't so I'm like this argument is going sometimes for a couple of days in my mind. That's so
0: great, Nina, that you identified that. And you said that with so much ownership. It's just, I'm, I find ownership so sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Blame is a total turnoff, right? You blame and someone's going to contract, even if they did exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. When you take ownership, they're like, that's so hot. Look at, it. they see what they do. And right. Cause you're saying I ruminate on this. Yeah, right? It happens. You didn't say he makes me ruminate on this. He says, yeah. this happens and I can't let it go.
2: Yeah.
0: Fantastic. So that is power. That I is promise. where you can make a shift. I've been right? for
2: years. <laughs> been my
0: <laughs> so that's awesome. Okay. So we've got a four, we've got a seven and we've got a three, right? Yeah. Okay. So the third, the next one is the one that is most common for couples to get a zero. So don't feel bad if you score low here, (laughs) but you're pros. So you might do better than most. Mm -hmm. The next question is, did you use any tools? So, a 10 might be nonviolent communication. And we set our soothing mantra and we said our shared relationship vision. Um Raj went and took a shower because that resets him. Gabby went out in nature. Gabby called her sister, like all the things we know to do that reset us, right? Did we use those tools or was it like tools? What tools? I was pissed. She deserved
2: it. I was letting her, letting her rip. <laughs> well, I definitely don't think it was a zero. I think it would have been at
1: least a three or two or three or four, maybe. Because I think the whole breaking apart thing is one of our one of our solutions to yeah, arguments. Absolutely. Get and it you be your start thinking about yeah. what you could have done different or what maybe, maybe if I have any any um a point to my to my story, or if she, you know if she's in feels that she's in the wrong, yeah. that kind of stuff. It's just one of those things where, you know, I think stepping back. Reflecting a little bit and then coming back to see each other.
2: I would say more more often than not, we have learned, I would say, in the past 10, 15 years to uh, understand where that argument is coming from and respect it and, you know, and then acknowledge it and then walk away for a second and come back and address it. It's one of the
0: benefits of being married for so many years is you do have repeat arguments. You know, you're going to make it through it. And it's like, okay, how do we do better on this? And how do we do better on this? I loved what you said, Roger, about this is one of your solutions. If it's not productive, stop pushing is one of my mottos. I have a masterclass I do called pause, ponder, and proceed. Mm -hmm. And it looks at all the ways we can pause, which is for some people the hardest, all the ways we can ponder, which for some people is the hardest mm-hmm. and all the ways we can proceed, which for other people is the hardest, right? Some is just to stop, it's hard. For others, like I'll stop, but I'm just going to let it go and I'm not going to go back and think about it. Mm-hmm. Or the other, I've ruminate and I thought all about it, but I'm not going to take the initiative to come back and actually do something different and set new goals and try a new habit. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome that you can see how just by asking these questions and scoring this, you're doing, it's like I'm smuggling in a self-assessment of what's working and what could be even better, right? Yeah, That's what it's called, argument, session,
1: even better hitting. It is
2: because- Pardon me? It's, it's a therapy session. We're actually acknowledging our, <laughs> what our issues are here.
1: And, and I think one of the reasons why we we use that a lot where we kind of break free is while you're arguing, like I might say something that'll get her more mad and she'll say something that'll get her more mad. And we'll just kind of layer that stuff on top. And next thing you know, you said a bunch of stuff you don't want to say anymore.
2: Yeah. And my thing is I don't want to disrespect him in any way any way, shape, or form, because I love him to death. And for me, respect's number one. So if I do say Amen. something, that, you know, I do say something that is wrong that I, I don't want to have to regret it. So I try, we try to listen to what we're saying to each other and try and keep the respect, you know, level. Yeah, there.
0: I thank you so much, Nina. You are awesome. Both of you are so awesome. I was just working with a client and the wife diminishes his manhood.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: telling him to man up calling him, you know, senses that it's, thinks it's okay. Cause she says puss instead of pussy, you know? And I'm like, no, this is the worst thing you could do in your relationship. It's hard enough for a man to feel like a man in the world, yeah. let alone that you're going to attack him for it. Uh, so it's, it's one of the worst things you can do. It might have you feel better for a second, but it's the worst thing for your relationship. Absolutely. So the fact that you have that self-control of, I'm not going to cause damage. I'm not going to do a, release my emotional vomit because that's what it is. Is you're feeling nauseous and sick to your stomach, and you're like, I just want to get it out. I don't care what it does or how bad it stinks. I just want it out. Yeah. And um, and then it causes all these problems. So thank you for saying that. It's so so good. So good. Ownership is so key. And um, you know, not just not just for gender one way or the other. By the way, about manhood. It's respecting both people. Although I will say as a huge generalization. Um, the women I work with, if the men just focus on having them feel safe and building trust, sex, Everything else, money, everything else gets handled. Yeah. It's when the, a woman tends to get a bit emotional sometimes. The man rolls his eyes in contempt and diminishes her experience, disrespecting her, not trusting her emotions, not trusting her intuition. And then the woman in, in, to lash out then threatens his manhood. You can't handle me. You don't, you know, I don't feel safe with you. And it's a very, very, very common dynamic. right?
2: Yeah. Yes, hundred percent. And even even with eye rolling, even with the, for women, it's like I've had so many times I talk to women or girlfriends or people that are married that ask me for advice, and I'll be like, "Well, tell me a little bit about you, your husband." Or she'll be talking, and her eyes, she'll be keep rolling her eyes, and I'm like, "I know right away. There's no respect there. There's something lacking." And a lot of time, I find two, or three years down the line, they're not together anymore. That energy, you could tell, it wasn't right. Like. Eye rolling about- leads to ending it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I'm
0: sure you're familiar with John Gottman, one of the top researchers yeah. Yeah. right out there, but 45, 46 years he's been doing this and he's yeah. got that, um, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, right? Yeah. The four things, and I, I'm a pretty practical person. So I was like, those are four things not to do. Yeah, but He says, these are the four things that are gonna end your relationship. And one of them is contempt. And one of the number one signs of contempt is rolling your eyes. And I will acknowledge when I married my husband, I rolled my eyes all the time. I'm a quick person. I see things really quick. I see patterns in chaos. I see I see things quickly. Right. My husband sees 10 steps ahead. But when we first met, we didn't understand each other and I'd be like, "Oh my god, he's so freaking slow." And he's like, wow, she's so impulsive, right? And we just didn't, didn't really get each other. And right. now we appreciate those things for mm-hmm. the differences that they are. I, I'll often say, I'm quick and he's smart.
2: <laughs> I'm exactly the same. I say that all the time. I talk quick, I move quick, I act quick. He is patient, he's smart. He pulls me down to, to, to the proper level. And it's true. And that's why I think it works. You're very smart. Were you, were you, is your birth story, Nina? Do you know your birth story? Were you born fast? I don't know. I was born on November 9th. And you know. yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was born 15 minutes after I got to the hospital. And uh, someone had once told me that the way you were born is the way you live. And I talked to her for five minutes and she said, was your birth fast? And I said,
2: Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's what's true because my daughter takes forever to eat and she was in my my labor <laughs> so Yeah, that's taking true. her time. How you do one thing is how you do everything, right? Absolutely. <laughs> okay,
0: so so far we have name your argument. Yeah. We have, how often does this happen? And you guys gave that a four. Yeah. How extreme or bad does it get? And you gave that a seven. So good mm-hmm. job there. How long did it last? And you gave yourself a three because the the ruminating and it lingering. Yeah. Um, did you use any tools? And I don't think you gave that one a number, but you said it would be a little higher because even I, we talked about the tool of taking a break and pausing.
2: I, um, think would what would an you give I don't know.
1: I don't know what I would use I said for. I said four, but.
2: I really oh, think it would be higher, higher than that because I would say for maybe beginning of our relationship, yeah. but for past couple, past decade and a half, I would say we're we're doing really well. All right, let's change it to so, six. Okay.
0: Okay, a six. Okay, great. So you see there's some negotiation negotiation. Now also if sometimes someone says a four and someone says a six, I'll be like, great, five, right? We just yeah. average it, right? Okay. And then um the last question is, did you learn any lessons? And so the lessons are at the end of the argument to actually say, well, what worked there and what could be even better if, remember, we're doing an argument, even better ifing. Yeah. we're not saying that there's something wrong with this, that we had a fight, or we shouldn't have this fight. We're saying, this is one of our fights. This is why I talk about retiring repeat arguments. And sometimes it can happen overnight and sometimes it takes practice, but you can actually Review. do a post-game analysis of your arguments if you're taking ownership rather than getting into blaming, shaming and complaining and actually do better each time. So some lessons that you learned, like for example, you've learned that one thing that does work is not pushing it and actually pausing. Is there something that you think of right now, like while you're not in it, Of You know, if I tried that and and you want to be talking for yourself, if I tried that, that might make a difference. You know, like Nina, you had said something earlier about you're just really feeling shame for not getting to it. Right. And so maybe one of the tools that you could use is to share your top three feelings. Right. You know, in the list of feelings from nonviolent communication, if you're familiar with those and there's 14 core feelings when your needs are not being met. And eleven core feelings when your needs are being met. So you could simply have that printed on your wall or something, and you say the next time we're in this argument that we're in this conflict, I'm going to just tell
2: you how I feel. And i bring me to tears because ownership. It's painful, right? It does bring me to tears because I'm like, I know I'm way better than that. I'm stronger than that. But this particular book, it brings so much heartache and, and pain to me. So I'm like, I'm pushing it. It's been 25 years. I'm like, I'll do it, but. You know, but it's because the pain, I think that's what it is. So one of the
0: lessons you might be is I will take um, ownership and I will share my feelings. Right. And not your feelings about him confronting you on it, your own feelings of shame or whatever else is going on. Because what will happen is he's going to turn then into being more compassionate and not shooting on you and saying Babe, I know this is so important to you. Right. And 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 so again, Roger, we had talked earlier, maybe one of the things, again, you want to come up with your own tools and your own lessons, but just throwing spaghetti on the wall is one might being, hey, Nina, want to play a game? <laughs> what if I set a timer right now and just for 30 minutes, you just do a brain dump of your book right now? You up for that? yeah yeah <laughs> you have to deal with all the
2: tears that's fine, <laughs> that's fine. So I think-
0: roger what do you what do you see what would you like to to make as a declaration for the lessons that you learned that you'll apply next time
1: in all of this i mean i think i i'm i'm big with the blame game i, I i'm always like oh you got to do this or you have to do this or you said you're going to do this or, you're not going to do this as opposed to looking at myself a little bit and saying you know the same thing like what could i have done differently so in, in 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 some cases, what's let's say if I want something done today, if, if she says okay, I'm gonna tackle this 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 today, I always think before I go to bed, I'm gonna wake up in the morning, I'm gonna jump out of bed, I'm gonna say it's time to get this 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 done like in a happy way. For whatever reason, that just either doesn't happen or tease her a little bit when when she wakes up motivated, she wakes up like throwing everybody out of her way, like get out of my way.
0: She's <laughs> the wrecking here. ball. Yeah. yeah. Productivity coming if through.
1: If that happens, then I'm like, then I just get upset, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, she's putting everybody else down so she can be up, or whatever the case may be. And I, I don't end up doing what I what I I plan on doing. So there's, or I just wake up and I don't wake up. She wakes up first, and she goes downstairs. She already starts this, and it's just not doing. I don't know, I don't do it. But I think you know a little bit of, uh, I don't know what you say, motivation or nudging or help in essence to get. To where she needs to be, where she wants to be.
0: Okay. Um, May I scratch and sniff a little bit here with you, Roger? Okay. Just want to make sure I I have permission there. Cause I'm just noticing when I'm I'm talking about learning any lessons and usually we're looking for ourselves, you kind of smuggled a little bit of a dig in there. Did you (laughs) notice that in a new fresh argument? (laughs) <laughs> so that's awesome and perfect because we want to show people that one, when you're doing this, you want to stick to one topic yeah. and not bring up another topic. Also, when we're doing this, I operate in what I call a dig free zone. Right. And we have all these subtle digs to each other. In fact, once I asked a, a wife what she wanted and she said um, she I describe her ideal dynamic day to day with her husband. And she said, when he finally comes home for dinner, it's really great. <laughs> and it was kind of like smuggling. It wasn't even the words. It was kind of smuggling the dig. Right. So in that of, you know, she comes through like this wrecking ball. If, 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 if I could model just a way of maybe the taking ownership of that, of what your lesson is that you've learned on how you can do better is something like, I'm going to read her motivation levels. Cause I know her, her speeds. She's got, feeling shame, neutral, and going full blast explosive with, you know, blowing everyone out of her way. And I'm going to have a plan and a a one sentence mantra that I say to her or an action I take when she's in any one of those stages, when I want to quote unquote motivate her. Right. Mm. Um, Or you might say something like, when I see that I think she needs motivation, I'm going to ask her, hey, babe, Are you feeling a dip in motivation? Do you want any support or encouragement? Is there anything I could do to help stir the pot? And I'm going to ask her what would help her,
1: Mm.
0: right? Absolutely. Right. So, so there's just a little bit of the really looking over here rather than, you know, I'm going to do this thing to compensate for what she's doing not well. Okay. Yeah. So it's just that dynamic, and this is why when I'm doing this tip with couples. Um, and walking them through it in a session, um, I, I say that I'm smuggling ownership because <laughs> when it gets to did we learn any lessons, that's the place of the ownership because it's not lessons about each other. It's what have I learned? You know, I learned, you know, for myself, I learned that when I haven't eaten Um, and we, I let, let our conversation get heated when I haven't eaten in six or seven hours, we do intermittent fasting. So so when I haven't eaten a number of hours and I let us get into a heated topic, I know that that's on me. And next time when I feel like getting heated and I know I haven't eaten, I'm going to ask it for us to take a break and me to get something to eat. Right. So I'm not pointing to the, to out there. I'm actually looking for what am I learning from myself that I can do better.
2: Right. It's funny, we, we also do intermittent fasting, and I do say that a lot of times. I'm like, not always. Obviously, I do blow up sometimes. So I'll be like, listen, I'm in the hangry stage right now. So <laughs> in the next couple of hours, it'll be tough. I'll have to react. I'm not gonna be reacting that good way. So I'm hangry. Do really you really
0: mean, want to talk about this
2: right now? Be clear of me for a bit.
0: <laughs> now I will give us some smuggle in a little extra tip here, but sneak one in real quick. Um, it, it's called the so-so moment. And in many relationships, there's one person who says, if you really cared, you talk about this right now and resolve this? You just don't even care. And the other person is so overwhelmed. They're like, oh, my gosh, I can't even talk about this right now. I need a break to even be able to have this conversation with mm-hmm. you. They call that the hurricane and the turtle or the anxious and the avoidant. I am the hurdle. I'm sorry, the hurdle. (laughs) I'm the hurricane. My husband is the turtle, right? I'm the one who is more of the anxious, like we need to resolve this. And he's more of the like, can we just leave it be, right? Which is, can be different in different genders, but can also be a common one. So when we're in a conflict and he just needs a break and I need to resolve it, we'll say, this is a so-so moment. And what that means is we get it. This doesn't feel good at all. It's very so-so, but it could so easily get so much worse. <laughs> That's the so-so, do you want it to go from so-so to so, so much worse? Okay. And so it's our reminder without having to say, cause when I say this is a so-so moment, I'm saying to my husband, I my abandonment issues are coming up and I feel like you don't care about me or this issue. Can you just tell me that this is an important issue and we'll come back to it? Can you say our soothing mantra? Because the soothing mantra I mentioned, Raj will say to me, um, Gabby, this is a dark moment, but it's only a moment and we're going to get through it together. And when he says that, it's like I get teary just hearing that now. My whole nervous system relaxes. Right. So yeah. he knows if I'm, but, but I'm in all upset. I can't say all that. So I just say, so-so moment. Or if he's like, I'm going to explode and I need you to leave me alone. And he's going to say all these things that are going to trigger my abandonment issues. But if he says, this is a so-so moment, he's saying, I'm so overwhelmed. I can't even think. His actual words he would normally say is, I feel like my head's going to explode. Right. And we have to just honor that we're different people and that this is not a moment to push any further. So it's awesome that you guys have that naturally. And if it's not going well, you don't push. Yeah. Well, we okay. Not. So for learning yeah. any lessons, you get a 10 because you did it with me. And I always tell my clients that when you do this on your own, I don't know how many lessons you're going to learn, but if we do it together, we're not going to stop until we find some lessons oh and God, you both found them. Good. So you guys get a 10 there. So we you can see from the
2: from you. For sure. Pardon me? I've learned so much just from this conversation.
0: It's amazing. Awesome. I'm so glad. It's just my mission in life. My husband and I, really, people told us not to get married at the engagement party. They pulled us aside and said, don't do it. Day of the wedding, I'm about to walk up the aisle with my dad. My dad says, the door's right there. You don't have to do this. Because it was so messy in our relationship. But my intuition, I described being with Raj, it just felt like getting into a warm bath. But my mind would say, he got to be effing kidding me. Like we had so many conflicts. But I knew in my gut that, that I needed to grow and he needed to grow. And we drew the best out in each other by doing the work to stop blaming each other and take ownership. We just held that container for each other.
2: Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So take your scores, if you would, average them, right? And so that's going to be your score for this argument. And so I imagine with a seven and some fours, I don't know, you're going to come out around a five or something like that.
1: Oh, average them. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And so when you have your average, then you can say, okay, let's next time we have this argument, let's make sure we get at least a seven.
2: Uh, you, so you, you add them and you multiply by what? You add them all
0: and then divide them. To, uh, total them all up and then divide them by one, two, three, four, five. There's five that get a score. So total them and then divide it by five. And that'll give you the average. That's
2: not right. 22? No.
0: Yeah. So, I know with calculators. It's hard sometimes. So add them up and then time? divide by five. Oh, no. oh, 19. I thought it was just ten. Sorry, six. Okay, great. So, so your your fight in this realm, we got a six. All right. So high five yourself that you're better than neutral. So, like, good job. Okay, for scoring your argument the first time. Like most couples score in the two to three range their first time, right? Nice. Maybe. And now it gives you specific places to go to say, let's aim for a seven next time. Well, how are we going to get to a seven? Well, what was our lowest score? Because that seems like it's the easiest. It's bringing us down. Right. So you might say, well, my lowest score was this. Well, my lowest score is this. Well, I'm going to take this on. And so that continues in the we learned lessons and how to do even better. So it gives you, I call it holding onto the handle rails because often the biggest problem in conflict is you're just letting a rip. You're not using any tools and you're going willy nilly. Well, my willy-nilly is pretty messy. My intentional has a much better chance at things going well. So I hold, just like slippery ice, you want to hold onto the handle rail so you don't just slip and fall. This is slippery ice talking about how did we do in our argument? How could we do better? Very easy to slip into blaming, complaining, shaming. Right. So these are the handle rules in the game to be real specific to climb your way out of not just magic wand, although I do have a magic wand right here somewhere, but actually, <laughs> I do. Someone gave it to me at a festival and I've just been carrying it around. I love it. It's in my purse too. So every now and then um, I'll just hit my purse the right way and a magic wand sound will go off.
1: Perfect.
0: Thank you so much, you guys, for letting me share oh, that and for bringing so a personal example.
2: Thank you. thank you, thank you. I hope all our audience actually listen to this episode and write all these down and actually do it with their partners because I think it's such a great tool. Just doing it with you, you know, we think we know it all, right, and everything we do in our life. But just doing this little uh, quiz with you, it has taught me personally so much about myself, about us, our relationship. So, yes, it's great. Thank you so much for being here. Perfect. Oh, thanks, Nina.
0: I'm I'm honored and delighted. It is my mission um, to have couples that were like me. To, you know, it's I'm looking for the messy to magical. And really, my core message is just the aiming for awesome. What do you want? And it's such a, a much more inspiring, fun game for two people to be saying, hey, what do you want? What do you want? Where's the overlap and what we both want? Let's focus on that.
2: And this um, is our mission as well, uh, Gabby, because we think, okay, yes, relationships are hard. Yes, everything in life is hard. It's just the way you, the life is. But it shouldn't be. It's You know, it, it also is simple if you know the tools and, you know, how to deal with it. Because none of us have taught, been taught how to relationship, really. But, you know, having you on the show and having many experts that are amazing that we brought on the show is teaching us. How you do absolutely. it absolutely you're investing
0: in intimacy just by doing these shows mm-hmm. whether someone's listening to them or you're doing them it's so great because it's the as i said your relationship happiness is going to be determined by your relationship habits and this is one of the habits you have is head over heels and doing this show and this this show builds the couple culture that gives you the relationship that you get to enjoy 20 some years into it
2: right absolutely, absolutely. well thank you again yeah. Again, tell our audience where to find you, please, because you're yes. amazing. I want everyone for to better for, for better.love forward slash and we'll
0: call this this one hoh two because the other one, if people listen to the first part one, although that's just hoh, no number one. And I'll do another one for this one, HOH two, because I want to give you a, a gift specific to the tip that we
1: talked about. What could they find there? What are they going to look for?
0: Yeah. Well, what they're going to get on that page is a couple of things for one, access to a bunch of the other resources on my website, but they'll also get this specific tool. There's a a play sheet, like a, a, a worksheet, but I call it a play sheet. Um, to actually go through and score their own arguments so they can print this out and sit down with their beloved and go through. And it talks about the scoring and it has the write-up of explaining the tool. So they don't just have to remember all of this. Maybe someone's watching this on their own and their beloved isn't going to watch the whole thing, but they'll do the tool with them. Um, so it, it will be the a cheat sheet, a little play sheet for of this tool, amongst some Great. other things.
2: Great. We're actually going to actually print it and do this on the TikTok Live with our audience before the episode comes up. I know. Exactly. Well, I will uh,
0: send it to you so that you don't have to create a graphic or anything like that. Obviously you can make it of your own and uh, I'll even send it to you electronically. So if you want to put your okay. branding Perfect. on it or something like that, you can Perfect. do it. Thank
1: you so much. It's, it was amazing having you here not once, but twice. Yes.
0: <laughs> we'll have you again. my pleasure my pleasure and uh yeah hopefully when i'm in toronto we'll see you when you come down to santa barbara and to everyone listening i so appreciate you leaning into loving better Uh, check us out at forbetter.love forward slash hoh2
1: perfect Perfect. thank Thank you so you so much